Hello, hello, and welcome to The Vegas Voice on 107.1 FM, 1400 AM, KSHP. The Vegas Voice, brought to you by The Vegas Voice Magazine. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Hi, everybody. John the announcer here, and man, oh, man, do we have a great show on tap. So let's bring on the host here is comic impressionist Rich Natoli. Welcome to the Vegas Voice Radio Show. Rich Natoli, your host here. And we have a great show for you today. We are joined in studio by uh, the famed singer, actress, and also pastor, Joel Rigetti is here. And at the bottom of the hour, Paul Benedict, uh, who is an author, uh, will join us in into the conversation. Right now we have Joel Rigetti in studio. Hello, Joel Rigetti. Well, good morning to you, Mr. Natoli. How How's are everything you? going? It's going fabulous. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you're singing everywhere and doing your thing. You're, you were over at the Tuscany too, right? I was last, yeah. uh, what was it, two Saturdays ago? I'm there uh, the last Saturday of every month. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday, that's a good gig. And then so everywhere else. I mean, there's all kinds of venues uh, popping up now all over town that uh, Actually, not in. really. No? Uh, no, not. There was for a it's while, It's not right? as, it's not, it, oh, put this over here. Okay. I was trying. Isn't to there get, stuff like the space and. How do you turn it and fit? Yeah, but I wanted to get both of us in here. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to do this Facebook We're on the thing. air and we're, we're trying, trying to, to do fiddle. Facebook Live. That's good, right? All right. Anyway, so um, uh, every Wednesday I am at. Sienna Trattoria. Can you mm-hmm. hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So every Wednesday I'm at Sienna Trattoria. I have a, a weekly gig there. And, um, you know, uh, the, the problem with the, with the bands playing locally as a band is the, the funding is not there. Yeah. Um, they just don't pay no. bands what, <clears throat> what they should. And, uh, we should probably put it over there so it faces both of you, right? This is I should have dealt with this before we turn this okay, damn thing on. You want to put that over there so that we can see both of us? Anyway. So So yeah, the problem with the bands is when the problem with the bands is that there's no money in Vegas for for performing for bands. For bands. Stuff, yeah. I mean, it, it really now I can't see yeah. you. You gotta go back a little bit farther. That because you can't see him now. But anyway. So um the the problem is that uh there's really not the the financial capabilities that you mm-hmm. would hope t- to have and that you would expect Las Vegas to accommodate. Yeah. Believe it or not, if you go outside of Las Vegas, the money is always better outside of Las Vegas for whatever reason. Um and it's yeah. kind of sad. It never used to be that way, but it changed several years ago. And so um you you know, unless you have a gig every night for a hundred dollars because by the time well, you split everything with your up band, these hotels and we're on stage at the time, so that's <laughs> not working you're funny. <laughs> anyway, well, you, know. you know, so the the thing is, is that it's not like you can make a living working in a restaurant. That that's yeah. you know yeah. doing a doing a local gig is not yeah. always going to afford you. Um, yeah. So you travel with houses. the band? Do you go, or you just pick? Do you, when you go out of town and sing somewhere? Do you use pickup musicians usually? Or so when Chris and I. Believe it or not, the the greatest, you know, Chris Jason, uh, Chris Jason, my mm-hmm. husband. When we go out of town and do our show um, in Rhode Island or in uh, New Hampshire, typically what happens is um, we hire uh, musicians from there and we pay them, and uh, they are delighted 
to work with us. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really cool, but we also get paid handsomely to be in those theaters and those venues. It's amazing that they really yeah, out of town, do that. When you're, especially when you're coming from Vegas, they appreciate you more in the out of town venues. I've noticed. Yeah. You know, cause whenever I go do something out of town, it's like they bill it, you know, from Vegas, it's a big deal to them, even though we're not a big deal here. No, I know. <laughs> we're we are just not. Else. But it's kind of a weird market now, isn't it? How yeah. Thing is, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I had somebody call me yesterday um, who lives in a small town in Utah. He's a magician. And he said, you know, how do you um, how do you handle the fact that um, what does success look like to you? Don't you feel that you've arrived? And I said, <laughs> yeah, nobody that's ever, funny. Nobody, nobody ever, ever feels like they've no, arrived. I said, I'm a nobody. I just play in a <laughs> it's local all a work bar. In progress. Yeah, yeah, it just it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. you just you're not defined by your title here in Las Vegas. Well, the biggest nobody stars cares. in the world will tell you they didn't arrive yet. You know, it doesn't. I don't know what that means. You know, to say I've arrived means that you're a finished product, and nobody is. Yeah, you know, for sure. It's all just, sure. you know, keep going and keep trying to get better. And so now you're also a minister. Let's talk about that. Um, I became, so last year I graduated from Cavalry Chapel, um, Bible College and got my bachelor's degree in theology and women's ministries. And, um, you know, when I got called into ministry, I, uh, really felt that I'm, I'm a lot older in my life. So what exactly does that mean? And right. to be honest with you, I just didn't think that I was the right person that God called, but he did. He did call me into, into ministry. And, um, you know, I haven't quite found exactly where I'm supposed to be yet. Um, and, and that's okay. Uh, I guess he will re- reveal that in time. Um, I don't think he equips us to just drop us on our heads. No, so. no, absolutely not. And there's all kinds of ways you can serve as a minister, right? Mm. Currently, I feel like my calling is in this restaurant bar that I sing at every week. Um, I have been able to minister to several people that I have come across in there. For example, there's an 81-year-old woman who comes every Wednesday night, and she dances. She gets up and dances like she's 25. Yeah. And to me, it's like she'd rather be hanging out with her local band at a local restaurant and enjoy her time rather than sit at home all alone in front of the television. Yeah. And she's in excellent health. And I've spoken to her many nights and I thought to myself, what an amazing opportunity I have to share my gifts with her in her age at the age of 81. And she's by herself. A lot of people are growing old alone and they don't have families. Their children are away or whatever. And um, so that's cool. The other thing is there's another gentleman that comes to the bar on Wednesdays and he's a widow and he just recently became a widow. And when I first stumbled upon him, he was at the bar and looking very upset and sulking. And within three to six months of his wife's passing, he is now engaging in the group that comes every Wednesday. And, you know, I've gone up to him and said, listen, I know I can tell that you've gone through a lot and um, we're here to support you. And, you know, and I've seen a, a smile come to his face. And that was that's yeah. a beautiful thing, you know, yeah. and we acknowledge him. It's kind of like that Cheers song. You want to go where everyone knows your name, you know? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people do. You know, so now. What about, do you meet a lot of people that say that they were an atheist and then they talk to you? Absolutely. I have, um, I have met, you know, lots of people that don't believe anything that, um, 
that that doesn't stop me. I think our life here on earth relies upon relationship. I think that relationship is what matters. It's not about how many people you can run over so they can believe what you believe. I don't, I don't think that that's what life is about. I, I think life is about being available to your fellow neighbor. And if they pray to that purple rock, that's their choice, you know? Um, my job is to just love others because isn't that what God called us to do? Yeah. Well, you know, you this know? morning they reported Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> doesn't have any belief in uh, God or the afterlife. Uh, he said, uh, when you're dead, you're terminated. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I am here six feet under. <laughs> that's, that's very so what, good. I mean, and, and who could have made him think that way? I Satan? Oh, I couldn't imagine possibly who. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, but you see how some people there, they, it's just, it's, it's really mind boggling. You know, John Davidson, the singer, he's another atheist like that. Hmm. Well, and again, you know, you and never his, know. His parents were Baptist ministers, John Davidson, and yeah. he has no belief, zero. Well, so you kind of go, whoa, how did that, how did he get from point A, you know, to where he's at? It doesn't. I don't it doesn't know. Doesn't fit. I don't know. But you meet a lot of those people, right? I mean, now you've counseled people in hospice. Absolutely. So tell yeah. us about that. What was that like? Hospice is one of the most fascinating um, businesses and one that I haven't, um, I, I was, I kind of tipped my foot in a pool of, of hospice for, for a few months, mm-hmm. um, here in town. And, uh, one of the most beautiful things that I found was right before someone's getting ready to pass, they start talking to people that we can't see. Yeah. And you've seen that, right? I, I yeah. I've witnessed it handfuls yeah. of times. And, I saw that, yeah. You know, it's something that is so fascinating that there is another entity outside of here. There is something else that we can't see, that we can't physically touch, but it's there. Well, sure. If this is it, we're all in trouble. Well, I mean, you know, and that, and <laughs> this that's is a broken world. Th- this is the, this is the conversation that we need to have with, with other people and, and, you know, with, with the atheist that says there is no God and there is nothing yeah. beyond here. Yeah. And, um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that there is something. And I know from my own testimony that, um, I, I did have a near death experience. And for me, it brought me to the realization that no, it's not just all about me and my being here. The reason why I'm sucking air is because I'm here to do a job for God, you know? Yeah. So, so, okay. So now let's go back to these people talking on their deathbed. Yeah. What are, what are they? Do you see anything like, do you see anything like some people see good stuff and some people see bad stuff? Are you see were you seeing that? Well, um, I like I with haven't some guy going mm, Satan. I haven't, <laughs> I mean, and the other guys going. I haven't. Oh, this is great. I'm seeing great things. I, here. I haven't witnessed that. I did have a, a pastor tell me a story about um, a person that was getting ready to pass and and looked up and started to scream no, and then died. So. I I don't know. So I don't know. But if the Bible is true, and we always have to go back to the word. That's where you have to take it back to the word. The word of God says there is a heaven and hell. Is it true? I don't know. Have we been there? Have we been to hell? What I understand is we don't, we, uh, God does not send people to hell. We choose if we, if to go to hell. In other words, with what we, how we, what we do. No, I mean, right? you have to, if you choose not to believe. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, let's say the terrorists that were 
hijacking the planes and blowing up all these innocent people. Right. These people are not going to heaven, no matter what they think. <laughs> <laughs> they're, well, where they're now, going, they better have the asbestos I don't know. suit now, ready. <laughs> now, hold on a minute. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer <clears throat> professed his faith in Christ right before he was killed. Okay, so yeah, if now, that is true, and he is a Christian, then we will share the kingdom okay. of heaven with Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, That's but, what, but, it, but did he really mean it, right? Does that have... Nobody does knows. Does that come into play? That's between him and God. We're not judges. He in, in professing that right yeah but how do we know yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know no we don't and, know. and only god knows our hearts and you know he well, says so, if you profess with your mouth then the kingdom is yours well, so if, if we're seeing Dahmer and he's standing there with barbecue <laughs> sauce and a fork and knife i don't trouble. think you're in the right place <laughs> he was eating people this guy <laughs> i know you yeah, know i know but you know. uh <laughs> He's going, that's funny. That's, hey, out, that's very funny. People around here. <laughs> that is very funny. Yeah. Gosh. So, so anyway, um, you know, yeah, I, I think that, you know, we're all on a journey here and, um, what our purpose is, is really, you know, the gospel message is mm-hmm. to, um, to live your faith and, and live out what God has sent you here to do. Yeah. And so, so now, okay. So when the people are dying, did you hear them say, this is really nice. I'm seeing roses and, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Look, I mean, I, the colors, did they talk about the colors? Because that's what a lot of people talk about. There's colors that they've never seen on this earth. Right? So I had this one gentleman that was passing and, um, uh, when I got to his home to visit with him, it was the day before he died. And when I got there, we sat down. And I said, Hey, how you doing? And he said, Well, I'm great. He goes, They all came in last night. And I said, Who's they? And he goes, The kids. They all came in. And I said, kids? Okay. Well, he witnessed these little children that came into his home. And he was talking to them as I was but sitting with him. Did he know him. the kids in this lifetime? No, he didn't know them. But how do you know they weren't his ancestors that came for him? We don't know. How do you know? We don't know. But anyway, while he was talking to me, he was talking to what he said was a little girl sitting next to me and that she liked my jacket and that she thought I had pretty hair and she liked my earrings. And I said, you know, did she give you her name? He goes, no, she just likes you. And I said, okay. And then he asked me to hold my hand out. And he said, she gave this to me to give to you. And he put something in my hand. Obviously there was nothing there, but he could see these people. And this is the day before he died. The night before he passed. So he knew he was going to go. Yeah. And typically when someone starts to see, uh, visions of people or they start to talk to their parents or they that means that the time is very near yeah and uh, and it's really cool the other thing that happened to me was there was a gentleman that was dying and i went to uh, be with the family and they had a blended family and oftentimes blended families it's difficult because maybe the father you know let go of the children or didn't honor the mother the way that he honors his present wife or whatever it was and so you could tell that there was a room full of very edgy family and so i knew that there was an edginess there and so i said you know let's all gather around and pray over your your dad. And so we did that. We prayed over the man. And I said, Lord, you know, send a sign of peace here to the family so that everyone can embrace that he is definitely with God and that God is in the room with us. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you, Rich. 30 seconds later, a dove landed on his windowsill right in the room where he was passing. And that dove sat there for 45 minutes and did not move. Wow. And the family was weeping and they were just so they touched know, by that sign. Right Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think sometimes even in the midst of chaos that God can send a sign of peace 
to show us that he is with us, you know? Yeah. And aren't there like the feathers we talked about and yeah, all that? You, that's, I mean, I, that's... I've been finding, I'm still finding those. Jeez. I'll tell you what happened well, well, the other, the other day. Uh. I don't know if I told you about the dog that was in the middle of the street that we've. That... Yes. You told me about okay, that. Okay. So what happened yeah. when I got back from saving the dog and the, this stray dog that was in the middle of the street, uh-huh. when I got back home to my house, there was a feather in um, the, I have rocks in front and the stem was sticking straight up with the feather. It's still there. I left it there. Oh my gosh. And it's, I'll show you a picture of it. I have it on my phone. Sticking straight up like that, not laying in the rocks, but straight up. And I'm going, okay, something's going on with all this. But I think if you're in tune to it, you see more of it, right? Well, that's the thing is I think if, if you open your eyes to, uh, to the possibilities of miracles, you will see miracles. If yeah. you don't, you yeah. won't. Yeah, I think people. You know, you'll miss it. It's almost like a antenna. If you put, if you close your antenna, the, you're not going to pick up the frequency, kind of thing. That's right. Right. That's absolutely. We're right. talking to Joelle Rigetti. She is a <laughs> uh, ordained minister. Pastor. And I got to tell you, pastor. I'm sorry. What, what's the difference? Do people um, know the difference? I I don't know, but I for me, I always thought that um, a minister was. Um, uh, just in, in a different denomination, a pastor, a Christian pastor. When I was, um, ordained, I was ordained with a, within a Christian church here in town. Yeah, and but so, the Gypsy Mobile Minister. Well, that's the name of the business. It's the name of the business.com. Yeah. Gypsy Mobile Minister.com, where you go marry people wherever uh, on a cliff underwater. On a cl- yeah. Sky, yeah. sky. What if they say, we're going to skydive and we want you to marry us in the air? Would you skydive? Well, I, I just had someone reach out to me about going up in a hot air balloon. Oh, God. So, would you do it? Did yeah. You? You did it? No, I you, will. I you're will. You're going to do it? I'm going to do it. What yeah. if some, some kid with a BB gun is down below? Then, then the it's, then it's time for me to go and I'm going, good. I hey, think I can take it out. <laughs> hey, Rich, if I get done sucking air up there, then I'm all good. <laughs> some guys, some kid, no, put the BB gun down. <laughs> I, I, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's funny when you have suffered a near death experience and you realize what it is to, um, feel I've like your time is. <laughs> I suffer those every day. Nobody in front audiences. But I tell you, I think that when you when you have uh, felt those near death experiences and you know that you're only here for a time and a season um, to do work for for God, um, I think it it doesn't. I don't. I don't have that fear. You know. For example, my son is becoming a pilot. Dante. Yeah, eighteen years old, and he is getting his private pilot's license in in three weeks. And, and he's flying around. He fly, yeah. The other day, he went up to fly to Utah by himself. He's 18. Oh, and he gets up in the air. He's up not 20 minutes out of Las Vegas, and the alternator light goes on in the... in the. What does that mean? That means that you have 20 minutes to land this plane. Oh, gosh. And that's what they teach you. And he had just taken off? Well, why would... Why would he, why they would, don't know why that happened to the plane, but it wrong. happened. So he had to land in Mesquite. He had to land that plane in Mesquite and he was texting me in the air. He said, mom, you know, the alternator died and now I have to land at the closest. Were you freaking out? No. And here's why. Because God gifted me with that boy and he was a a fifth in vitro baby. He was, he was a twin who the the girl did not survive, but he did. And I know that that baby is here for a reason. That child's life is meant to be here for a reason and a season. And I told him, I said, you know what to do. I've taught you what to do. You just pray and tell God to cover you. He's got you. You're not going anywhere. And he goes, I know, mom. 
So what did he do? He prayed and he landed the plane and he in the plane. And then what was it? Did they find and then they came wrong? and yeah, the, the alternator was dying and they needed to replace the battery. So they replaced those two elements, but they put him in another plane, a beautiful Cessna that he got to fly back to Vegas. And he said it was like five times faster than the plane that he had. So he was all excited. See now, <laughs> now me, I don't really like heights and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So I would basically probably start singing Buddy Holly songs. <laughs> Who's Buddy John, Holly? John no, I'm just kidding. Buddy Holly See, songs. A lot of young people listen to our show. They don't know who don't Buddy, know Holly Buddy Holly is. <laughs> well, John Denver, uh, it goes on and on. Leonard Skinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they go, <laughs> who's that? <laughs> uh, we're talking to Joel Rigetti. And so, and so, um, yeah, because when I had uh, Chris Jason on, yes. your, your husband, yeah. we were talking about D- Dante and I and flying. And I said, so I don't like how she goes, well, me either. I said, you're going to go up there with him? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I will. Yeah. Most definitely. And again, you know. I, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to cross the street in the middle of a freeway and, and right. go, Oh, God's going to get me. I'm not, I'm yeah. not ignorant. And, and God tells you, you know, don't be ignorant. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. but I think that within reason, you know, I do things without fear. Um, yeah. for, you know, for the purpose of knowing that I don't think I'm going anywhere like anytime soon. Like the hot air soon. balloon and the kid with the BB gun. It's like, it's okay. You're, you're, you're hoping it'll misfire. I'm sure it'll be fine. People <laughs> go up in hot air balloons all the time. And you know, the chances of them failing is possible, but yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not doing something that people don't do on a regular basis and, and they live. And, so. and Mark would be with me on that going out. He, he's loading the gun again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hope he misses. I hope the kid's a bad shot. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, uh, so and that, I've seen shows where people go, I want to get married underwater. I want to get married skydiving. Yeah. These, have you get those crazy? Yeah. I mean, like I that? just booked a wedding for July 4th out on a pontoon boat on Lake Mead in the morning at 8 a.m. Okay. So that's out, but that's okay. That's, yeah, not, that's you're okay. You're not falling 40,000 um, feet. No. I mean, I think that. Honestly, the craziest place I ever did a funeral, I'm sorry, a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> did I say a funeral? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the craziest. Well, you do those two, right? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, the craziest place that I've ever done one was I, I had a request to do one in a pet cemetery and the people weren't even from here. So I said, why would you want to go to our local pet cemetery to get married? Wasn't my thing. I just was hired to do and it. And they so. did it. They did it because their pet died and they wanted to be by the. No, they didn't even live here. That's really weird. That is, isn't that weird? Yeah, because yeah. I thought maybe if their pet was there. No, was no, it's that that's so strange, right? Like, why People would you choose nuts. to? I don't know. People, but, this is a crazy world we're in. It, it, we live in a crazy place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Joelle's uh, web, the website is gypsymobileminister.com, and she'll marry you on a cliff, folks. So if you want to get married, Joelle's the one to call. And uh, you do you do a lot of things in what chapels do? You, whatever chapel they're getting married in, that's where you show up. No, 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 no. I I'm an independent, and so people call me for same day services, backyard, sidewalks. So never in never in a chapel. Uh, I or? do get chapel weddings. I get them from other ministers. Believe. Yeah. It or not, like when other ministers are too busy. Um, yeah. Good friend of mine named Roland. He's he's running with his hair on fire all the time. He works at like eight chapels. Here's the thing: once you get your foot in the chapel, typically you don't leave those jobs, and so they're not open for enrollment. <laughs> you can't yeah. just apply to the local chapel and get yeah. in because yeah. chances are that the pastors and chaplains there have been there for years and they don't give up their positions. I did get lucky enough to have a chapel job right before COVID. However, um, uh, what happened was um, right before COVID, they closed both of the chapels that I was working in, right. um, Luxor and 
uh, Excalibur chapels. They're both closed since COVID. Um, so anyway, yeah. So, um, uh, so if I get a chapel call, typically it's from another pastor that can't do the job and then they'll call me like Roland does and he'll say, Hey, I can't do this wedding today. Could you please go do it for me? Yeah. And so that's cool. And I'll, if I can't do something, I have a couple, um, uh, pastors or, um, Uh, reverends. I have a yeah, lady named in, Reverend sure. Janet and she'll come and do stuff for me. Uh, or, talking to Joelle well, Rigetti of the gypsymobileminister.com and she's also a singer and an actress. She's in the movie Faith Wins plays Pastor Emily. If you go to, uh, just go to faithwinsmovie.com, faithwinsmovie.com. You can learn more about the movie and Joelle co-stars in that movie. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break right now. And when we come back from our commercial break, uh, we will be joined by Paul, Paul Benedict, Benedict. Uh, author, <laughs> right after these messages. The Vegas Voice, brought to you by The Vegas Voice magazine. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Don't go away. We'll have more right after this. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-896-7012. That's 800-896-7012. It's the funniest show in town. Jew Man Group at the Tuscany Suites and Casino. A comedy thousands of years in the making. Wednesday to Saturday, 5.30 p.m. in the Copa Room at the Tuscany. From the Catskills to the Borscht Belt to the shimmering lights of Las Vegas. It's Jew Man Group at the Tuscany. For tickets and information, log on to JewManGroup.com. That's jewmangroup.com. You're going to laugh your tuchus off. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. It is not uncommon for youth to yearn to break away. What's Eating Gilbert Grape is a film that acknowledges that fact and explores the realm of ties that bind. Johnny Depp is Gilbert, responsible for holding his family together. His mentally handicapped younger brother is played by Leonardo DiCaprio, who was nominated for an Oscar for his performance. And his mother, now tipping the scale at 600 pounds, is housebound. Gilbert abides. Becky, played by Juliette Lewis, and her mom pass through town in a motorhome and become the catalysts for change. Their free lifestyle is the counterpoint to Gilbert's chains. Becky and Gilbert are drawn to one another with implications lost on no one. The character of Gilbert's obese mom is played by Darlene Cates. She is a formidable presence. To director Lassa Holstrom's credit, he allows her impact on the world around her to play out naturally. Films like this are hard to categorize. They are not on a straight-line mission. The story is everywhere within the frame, but heading nowhere in particular. 
What's Eating Gilbert Grape is a rich offering. It speaks of life, of family, of yearning, and we are enriched with a little drama, some good humor, and a whole lot of art. Indie Film Minute, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Replacing your air conditioning and heating system is a big decision. That's why Johnny on the Spot Air Conditioning and Heating tailors every new unit estimate to meet our clients' needs. We go over all the options with you and custom design a new system for you and your home. And of course, these consultations are always free. Schedule your free new unit estimate online at johnnies.vegas or call us at 702-JOHNNIES. That's 702-564-6697. Contractor license number 76827. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel it's that easy so call now and start packing call right now 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 800-267-1806 that's 800-267-1806 the vegas voice continues here again rich natoli show rich natoli here i'm joined in studio by uh Actress, uh, singer, and uh, pastor, pastor Joelle <laughs> Rigetti, who actually co-starred in the movie Faith Wins. You can see Faith Wins if you go to uh, faithwinsmovie.com. You can watch the movie on YouTube. It's a faith-based story. Joelle is a co-star in that movie. And uh, she also has the Gypsy Mobile Minister. Go to the gypsymobileminister.com and learn how she can marry you Anywhere, even or, on a cliff. Or bury you anywhere. Or bury you anywhere. So that's comforting to know. <laughs> that's so or funny. Or even at a dog cemetery, we can marry you. We can do a pet cemetery. Yeah. So anyway. we're joined on air right now by uh, by uh, uh, author uh, Paul Benedict. And uh, tell us about Paul, Joelle, before okay, we Okay, so Paul. Paul and I have been um, dear friends for over 25 years. Um, I stumbled upon Paul when I was... Um, a recording artist for a time in my life and was writing original material with a, a partner in LA and I wanted to put a local band together so I could go around and play the music of the songs that I wrote and so I recruited him and a few of his friends and they were just out of high school incredible musician dear friend of mine Paul and um one of the best real estate agents in town and he also um is a uh he's a uh, he's a yoga guru if you will yeah hi Paul how are you well, hello there. Wow, that was Joel. Thank you for that. My goodness, yeah. I'm excellent. Thank you, sir. Welcome you. to the party. So, um, so, uh, Paul, do you have a website first of all that you'd like to plug or Facebook? Or? I, 
I do. It's uh, newrajayoga.com, and, but I'm more active on Instagram, which is also newrajayoga, and that's with a J, newrajayoga on Instagram. Or, yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank so now asking. tell us about, tell, I want to hear about the book. Now, your book is called Ancient Wisdom for New Age, correct? That That is correct. Tell us about the book. The book sure, sure. The, the book came about in a fairly unique way, and it happened simultaneous with my with my real estate career and in in the world of of yoga teaching and meditation teaching most most people find yoga through a vigorous or sensational physical class that a friend usually drags them you know begrudgingly to and hey you got to try this yoga oh i'm not flexible well that's okay you go to yoga to get flexible but i i didn't find yoga that way i found it through spiritual study and I was introduced to my spiritual mentor in 2006 through real estate, funny enough, through a real estate client. And the man who I co-wrote the book with was that person who I was introduced to in 2006. And I was just fascinated with him the same way I was fascinated with Joelle, who I'm not sure if you know this, but I call her Mama Joe because <laughs> I was, I was it, nah, she said that we were out of high school. That's actually incorrect. We were in high school when she, when, when, when she recruited my, my friends and me to be in her band, we were in high school. And so the, the way that I was enamored with her and wanted to play music with her on stage, I had the same admiration for, for this man, Terry Hunt, who I joined forces with in 2007 when I asked him, hey, teach me how to meditate. Teach me what this is all about. I would love to learn this. I've heard about it, but how does it actually work? And we started studying together and we actually started leading classes here in Las Vegas on meditation together years before I ever took a physical yoga class. And then we decided, Hey, this, this thing we're teaching, you know, he's close to 70 years old. And I was in my mid twenties at the time. And we realized we had something new that we were teaching the combination of his knowledge and the combination of my limited knowledge. And we thought, Hey, we need to put this together into a book. And so we did. That's, that, that's it. We did. We, we, we wrote a book in 2010. We started it. And in 2012, it was done. And of course we couldn't find a publisher because it was kind of, you know, edge, it was edge material, you know, it's not so popular. Not a lot of people want to talk about, Hey, what is God? You know, what happens after death? What's the purpose of life outside of theology, which is Mama Joe's realm. And so we were approaching that from a slightly different perspective and the, the rest was history. We, we, we ended up self-publishing it. And then I used that information from the book in my yoga teaching. When I actually did end up taking a physical yoga class, I incorporated the spiritual information into the physical yoga classes and gave someone new through that avenue at the same time juggling my real estate career and still playing music once in a while with, with my dear mama joe <laughs> wow wow and so people can get the book ancient wisdom uh for new age they can get that where can they get it on amazon or oh, oh for sure 100 percent. it's on amazon soft cover hard cover kindle it's also um the it's in the all three electronic book formats ibook which is the Nook and, and ebook for, for Apple devices and such. Yeah, it's on all three. That's and cool. Amazon.com is the best way. So, yeah. so nowadays, do you need a book publisher anymore? Or can you, can you do this? Can you market your book yourself? I mean, on the different but, platforms or? Very, very good point. Um, for some reason, book publisher, the, the world of book publishing has trailed behind music publishing. For some reason, you still do need 
to have a, a major international book publisher to help get your book out. Unlike in the music industry, all you need is Spotify or you yeah, know, yeah. Apple yeah, Music. And that's, that's changed. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it used to be you needed a uh, you needed a record deal, but now you can release your your songs yourself. Yeah, and. Uh, oh. You, sure. can, you can release one song, and if it uh, is marketable and enough people click on and listen to it, then voila, you have arrived. Yeah, See? sure. And so now, <laughs> okay, so now this is the first book that you have written, uh, Paul. Correct. Uh huh. And so now, do you go? Do you go out and speak? Do you do any speaking yes. engagements about uh, about the book and and what it's about? Very, very much so. Uh, th- those started even before the book was was written. I. Harry Hunt and I were both um, official speakers for an organization that we were a part of, that we are a part of, called the Theosophical Society, and they would send us around the country and internationally. Harry is fluent in French and Spanish too, so he would, I would tag along with him while he gave those presentations. But we would both speak nationally, and now that I'm um, uh, an, an accomplished yoga teacher, I'm in the yoga teaching certification circuit in in America, and I. I speak on yoga philosophy and how the spiritual aspect fits in and kind of underlies and foundationalizes, if, 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 if that's an understandable made-up word I just made up, foundationalizes the physical yoga that everyone loves to do in the studios. So, yes, I, I have the opportunity to teach the philosophy of yoga, based on our book, of course, to all the different yoga studios that I go to. It's so, wonderful. What we did recently, Paul reached out to me and he said, um, uh, he goes, I want to do an interview on you um, about theology. And so we sat down and, and we did a full-blown, what was it, a whole hour, Paul? Yeah, it was. It ended up, I cut some of it down because we were laughing and goofing off, but it was an hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um, he asked me a lot of questions about afterlife and I, you know, went directly to the word of God and showed him some scriptures. And so, which is interesting because, um, you know, the basis of our relationship is time and, and friendship. And, um, Although I've never, uh, sat and said to Paul, you need to be saved by Jesus Christ in order to get to the kingdom of heaven. I don't think I've ever even said that to you, have I? <laughs> no, but we've had many conversations about it, but you've never taken that authoritative <laughs> no. stance with me. No. And I never will. And sometimes my behavior is the only Bible someone will ever read because I don't believe in shoving it down anybody's throat. Yeah. I think that you have to save others by the way that you act. Now, I'm not saying that I act great all the time because sometimes I suck. We all suck sometimes. You're you know, human. Things, things are stinky. Life gets, life gets hard, you know, and sometimes we get selfish and we do things out of pride and, and selfish ambition. However, I try to reel it back into the reality of why I'm here and I'm not here for my own doing. And so with that being said, Paul and I have had this conversation about the end of life and what happens and what he believes and what I believe. And the cool thing about this is, you know, we can have a conversation about religion and not hate each other at the end of the day you know yeah i mean everybody (laughs) should be able to have those conversations of course although nowadays everybody's you know attacking people with an opposing view Well, it's terrible you can't talk about religion or politics like god forbid you should say well i believe the closet is black and and it's got purple um spots in it and they go no it doesn't no you're wrong no no, it's like say they say cancel that person We don't ever want to yeah, see them again. Yeah, and they delete you it's off like, their Facebook, what? and they delete you out of their life, and they they excommunicate you for, yeah. you know, it's like, well, I, I like to drink, you know, soup with a spoon, and so it's like, 
okay, well, that's not acceptable. We don't accept you because you drink soup with a spoon. And yeah. it's, you know, I, I just think that we have to live, learn how to live and get along in this world. We are all part of this world. And so learning to appreciate other people's viewpoints, you know, um, and, and respecting others and having a relationship to me is more important than shoving my ideology down someone's throat and being right. Yeah, exactly. Now, Paul, okay, as far as like the meditation going hand in hand with the yoga. So I think people are, people don't understand. I don't think exactly what meditation is. Like, what are you thinking about? How do you meditate? Like, do you do it while you're doing yoga or are you doing it without the yoga? How does that work? <laughs> Rich, I, I love the, the question. That's such a, such a great question. <laughs> I, I love demystifying this. This is what I get really giddy when people ask me that question. Meditation is actually excruciatingly simple. Is it easy? That's a different story, but it's simple. Uh, the, w- let me tell you what meditation is. I would love to tell you. It's calming the mind. And how do you calm the mind? You learn to focus the mind. Well, what do you focus on? Literally anything, but it's got to be one thing, and preferably something positive, something healthy, like your heart. Like focus on your heartbeat or the breath. If you focus on breathing slowly in and out, that's meditation right there. Ah. And then obviously the mind will very quickly wander to something else. Oh, I need to go pick up the kids in a half an hour. Oh, I need to prepare for dinner later. Of course, the mind wanders. Meditation means pulling it back to the point of focus and then doing it again. And the more you do that, the calmer the mind will be and the clearer the mind will be. And you'll find solutions easier. You'll be irritated less. (laughs) You will not yell at the person who gets mad at Mama Jo for drinking her soup with a straw (laughs) or a spoon. Because you yeah. learn to focus on your breath. Yeah. You know, or and, anything. Yeah. yeah. And, and is there a length the of time, of, a length of time somebody should meditate or does it matter? The regularity of it matters much more than the duration. So what once a day for three <clears throat> minutes is far better than once a month for half an hour. So two, two or three or five minutes daily would do wonders for your emotions and your anxiety far more than once a week or once a month for half an hour. So this is a true story. Several years ago, um, I went through a breakdown in my life where I was really depressed and someone explained meditation to me and they said, you know, the most beautiful thing about our lives is you can close your eyes and you can pretend to go somewhere. Um, uh, someone introduced the movie Avatar to me. Have you ever seen the movie Avatar? I can't. I, maybe I. I can't remember. Okay, Avatar. The, you must see the it. Blue Alien. The of blue, course, you've seen the it. Blue the Blue Alien. Alien. I think I have. Okay. So your your homework assignment this week while I'm in Italy is for mm. you to go watch Avatar and then message me. Here's what I found out. The movie Avatar is so beautiful. There is a sacred garden at the end of the movie. Um, with this beautiful, like, weeping willow. Yeah. And when I get depressed or I have a moment where I can't figure it out or if something breaks my heart, I remember to close my eyes. And I do this when I go to yoga class, too, at the end of the class. I close my eyes and I visualize that sacred tree and those colors. And I think that that's what heaven will look like is avatar. And when, when I go there, I find the most amazing peace. I can see myself gliding over the ocean and nobody can touch me there. Nobody can interfere with me. Nobody can bother me. Nobody can take my peace. Nobody can rob me of that space in my mind where it's just like 
freedom. And, you know, I recently had this with a hospice client. When I went to visit him, I said, you know, um, do you have a goal for this week? And he lived in an apartment with his wife and he goes, yeah, I want a new wife. And I said, you want a new wife? I said, <laughs> I said well, let me teach you about Avatar. And his, him and his wife fought constantly. Mm-hmm. He was in his late 70s. They both were. He was really sick and couldn't get out of bed. And she just barked at him constantly. And when I opened the door to go into their house, he said, I can't stand this woman. And she was crying. I hate this man. He's mean. Okay. And I said, okay, here we go. John Doe, close your eyes. I want you to go to Avatar. And it was the coolest thing because when I taught him how to do that, I could see this smile come to his face. And I said, nobody can take you out of your Avatar. Nobody can steal you from that place in your mind. Same thing when I do a, a, a wedding in a prison, because I do weddings in prisons. Yeah. And one of the things that I start with when I before I marry the couple is I tell them, you know, pretend that you are in a hospital room and you're witnessing this. There's two people laying there. One is against the wall and one is in the middle of the room and there's a partition and they have become friends. And the person against the wall is describing what it looks like to look out the wa- the window. And oh my God, you should see the most beautiful sunsets and sunrises and we're right near the beach and these children are running and the families are happy and they're the greatest things I've ever seen. And oh my God, today someone's proposing to their girlfriend or wife and then the next day the person against the wall dies and when they come in to take the body away the organization says to the person laying in the middle of the room you know would you care to move to the other bed at the other side of the room and the the guy says yeah i would love to because what i've heard from what's on the other side of this near the window is amazing so they move the patient next to the to the 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 bed there against um, what's supposed to be the window and they pull back the curtain and it's a concrete wall. And the person that was on the other side of that curtain was telling this person what they were seeing, but the person was blind and did never have a a window there. Wow! And so the beauty of this is when you close your eyes, you can go anywhere you want. And I tell people in prison, no one can rob you of your mind. They can't go to that place. So I tell my clients, close your eyes, take each other by the hands and go to that place that you talk about getting married at. Maybe you're on the beach feel the sand in between your toes and you see the smile come on their faces because they realize that I've just manifested something to them in their mind what I call meditation and peace. Isn't that incredible? That's great. Uh, Joel Rigetti and uh, Paul Benedict were talking to and Paul's uh, got a book out called The Ancient Wisdom of New Age. We got to take one quick commercial break and then we got a couple of minutes left and uh, go to the uh, new uh, rajayoga.com newrajayoga.com for more information be right back you're listening to the Vegas Voice the voice for your health wealth and good times we'll have more following these brief messages are you tired of high cable TV rates sign up for a dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last plus lock in your price for two years guaranteed call all American dish your dish authorized retailer now 800-344-2066 800-344-2066 that's 800-344-2066 offers require credit qualification 24 month commitment early termination fee and e-auto pay restrictions apply call for details Hi there, I'm pretty sure I'm Bruce Baum, and if you like hot sauce, you're going to really like 
my new Noggin Blast organic hot sauces available at NogginBlast.com. These are hot sauces the whole family can enjoy, depending on how you raised your family. Every bottle is signed by me, whether you want me to or not. So if you want some, it's at NogginBlast.com. That's N-O-G-G-I-N-B-L-A-S-T. NogginBlast.com. NogginBlast.com. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50 pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-870-3609. 800-870-3609. 800-870-3609. That's 800-870-3609. Holy gentle giants dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. Welcome back, Rich Natoli, the Vegas Voice Radio Show with Joelle Rigetti. Uh, her website, joelrigetti.com, joelrigetti, R-I-G-H-E-T-T-I.com. Mm-hmm. Did I spell it right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can get more information on Joelle. And uh, go to uh, Paul Benedict. His book is Ancient Wisdom for New Age. And you can go to Raja yoga.com you can do that on instagram or go to new new uh, raja yoga.com uh, mm-hmm. on the website so um thank you so much paul for being here well thank you both for having me anything else you want to plug quickly we got about a minute left oh uh yes i i would like to, <laughs> i'd like to plug uh joelle Rigetti because i <laughs> see what she <laughs> i see what she's doing in the world of ministry and i want to say that it's it's new age. It is modern, contemporary, and oh, so appropriate. And guess what? Like, who who wants like a nun walking in and preaching to them? Like, I want someone that looks cool. Like, I I want someone that looks like Mama Joe. She's been around. She's real. She is out in the world seeing real people, even in prisons. And I want her to preach to me, like. Seriously. Well, isn't, no, no, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, you're let's absolutely evolve. correct. Yeah. yeah. Because you know what? I think, I think people, important. I think people have this judgmental thing in their mind that, that, that ministers are supposed to be these straight, straight laced older people who are like librarian types or, you know, they, they're, they're missing the mark. It's like, what did, you know, what did, what did Jesus do? He, he approached the people and, you know, that were unlikely. To be approached by yeah, him, unapproachable. Yeah, he approached See, the unapproachable. That's a brilliant. That's a brilliant uh, 
connection that you just made there. Uh, he was doing something extremely innovative, was he not? And he got crucified for it. Am I right? They so, hated him right. and they'll hate me too. <laughs> exactly right. Well, we'll get yeah, and, and, yeah, we'll have you back at you know another date. Else? We're out of time here, Paul. We'll oh. have you back at another time. Uh, Joel Rigetti, What's Paul Benedict, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Rich. See you next week in the Vegas Voice. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm John the announcer. Thanks for listening. Stop by the Vegas Voice website, thevegasvoice.net. It's the voice for your health, wealth, and good times, thevegasvoice.net. And then visit my website, johntheannouncer.com. You know, Rich and I love it when you come by to say hello. We know there's a million things you could be doing. The fact that you've chosen to spend a little time with us, well, it means more than we can say. So join us next time for more of this, The Vegas Voice. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-622-8802. That's 800-622-8802. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Today's film has a brilliant cast that includes some of the finest actors of our time. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Albert Finney, Ethan Hawke, and Marissa Torme. In Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, Hoffman plays an addicted antagonist living beyond his means. His excesses lead him into a desperate plot with his brother for robbing the local jewelry store. They know the store well. They've grown up there. It's their family's store. There will be no guns, and their parents don't work on Saturday. What could go wrong? Immersing ourselves in the work of so many master craftsmen is always rewarding. Heading them up is 81-year-old veteran director Sidney Lumet, who just the year before had received Oscar's Lifetime Achievement Award. He was widely respected for his energy and his realistic, intricate, and intense storytelling. Who could forget such films as The Verdict, Twelve Angry Men, Failsafe, Dog Day Afternoon, or network. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead would turn out to be Lumet's swan song. He died at age 86 in 2011. This was his last film and surely one of his finest films, a triumphant crown on a very rich career. Indie Film Minute, not in theaters, discovery through rentals. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50 pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-870-3609. 800-870-3609. 800-870-3609. That's 800-870-3609.